You know something most people never talk about? It's how to survive preaching multiple services in a Sunday. This is something that's more common these days than it probably ever has been before to do two, three, four services in a day. Most likely, if you're watching this, you are probably either preaching multiple services or plan to as your church grows. And so in this video, I wanna talk about how to survive preaching several services in a day and not just survive, but how to thrive when you preach multiple services. I have preached routinely up to three in a day. One of my churches that I worked at for several years had three. And then at one point we had four. And then I've also preached very commonly two in a day. And these principles apply no matter what you're doing. And what I'm referring to here is when the services are kind of back to back to back in sequence. I'm not talking about when you have a Sunday morning service and then maybe a later Sunday evening service. I'm talking about when there are several services that are in the morning or a cluster of services that are in the afternoon and you're preaching the same message multiple times just to different people in different services. That's what we're gonna talk about today because there are practical things that you need to do to make sure that you can get through this and give the same energy to every service that you do to all the other services. So. With that, let's dive in. My name is Lane. This is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Thanks for being here. I'd love to get to know you more. So leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know a little bit about yourself. That'd be awesome. My seven-step survival guide to preaching multiple services. This is actually an article I wrote back in March of 2015, long time ago. Here we go. My church has three Sunday morning services. So at the time that I wrote this, I was at a church in DC. I was at that church for 10 years. And we had three Sunday morning services at the time. My church has three Sunday morning services. As I reflect on what it takes to preach three times in a day, I have put some things into practice that help me preach at my best every service. The biggest challenge for me is maintaining and sustaining energy for all three services. I arrive at the church at 8 and hit the ground running with the first service beginning at 9.15, the second service is at 11, and the third service is at 12.45 p.m. So we had a 9.15, we had an 11 o'clock, and we had a 12.45. By the time the 12.45 service is over, I've been going hard all day, preaching, talking to people, pouring myself out. It can be a long day, a great day, but a long one. So you may have different service times. I know it's very common for churches to have the 8.30, 10, 11 schedule. Yeah, service at 8.30, service at 10 a.m., service at 11. If you are Life Church, you're gonna have Saturday 4 and 5.30, you're gonna have Sunday 8.30, 10, 11.31, 5, 6.30, 8, 9.30, 11, <laughs> it just goes on and on and on. But you're probably not preaching those anyway, that's somebody else on video. But the point is, if you have a set of services, you have to be prepared to know that at 9.15, in this case, at 9.15 a.m., I would show up at, at that service and preach my heart out to those people. And they would be, you know, uh, that they had their church, they move on, they go, they do their thing. And then at 11 o'clock, a new round of people would come in and you have to do the same thing all over again, make it seem fresh, make it seem new, make it seem inspired. And then they leave. And then at 1245, we had kind of an afternoon service at this time. They would come in and we'd do it all over again for those people. Preaching is such an energizing activity for me. I'm sure this is true for you as well. I'll have these huge adrenaline highs while I'm preaching, then come off the high just in time to preach again, which brings me back up. I repeat this process for the next service, then I go home and collapse, <laughs> okay? So it's like, you know, all this pent up energy to preach, you preach, 
it's this unreal, just kind of high. It's so much fun. It's so exhilarating. It kind of takes everything you've got in terms of your your adrenaline, your energy, then you're still kind of on after the service because you're talking to people and interacting with people and that's kind of fun and energizing. And then just as soon as you start to kind of like, your body starts to go, okay, it's time to kind of like come down off of this, another service happens, right? So now you gotta get up there and preach again and you repeat this process, more adrenaline, more just, just energy and then more, more talking to people. And then your body starts to come down. Then you do it again. And again, for me, this was three times uh, in a Sunday at this church for you, it may be different, but the point is you have to manage that energy to make sure that you can do it and that you can bring your best. The people at the second service shouldn't get any less energy and commitment than the people in the first service. And the people attending the third service deserve the best I can give them as well. In order to ensure that I'm bringing my best to every sermon, I have developed practices and systems that keep me energized all day. This is my seven-step survival guide for preaching multiple services. If you are going to successfully preach two or more services in a morning, you need to prepare and plan for endurance. There are some things that will help you help ensure your success. Some of these are painfully obvious, but those are the often ones that we neglect. So I have seven things that I think are helpful if you're preaching multiple services. And by the way, even if you're not preaching multiple services, these are just good practices to get you ready to preach the one service that you have and do it very well. And then especially if you have a service later in the day, that's maybe a preaching a different sermon at you know Sunday night or something, this will help with that as well. Number one, get a solid night's sleep. You wanna wake up on Sunday feeling well rested and ready to take on the day. For me, I wake up at 6.30, so I'm sure to be in bed by 10.30. So again, I just would make sure I would get a solid eight hours of sleep. Number two, eat a good breakfast. Food is so important on a day that you preach multiple times. You wanna begin your day with a breakfast that fuels your body and gives you lasting energy. I typically make myself a three egg omelet, oatmeal, and a grapefruit. This is a larger breakfast than I usually eat, but I do not want to uh, deal with hunger pangs while I'm preaching the first service. Some of you might be thinking, how does he have time to make this breakfast on Sunday morning? I wake up early and it only takes me about 10 minutes. Okay, so the key is gonna be protein. If you want lasting energy during the, the day to preach, what you don't wanna do is just get up and eat toast or just get up and eat waffles or uh, cereal or just something that's gonna give you a spike of sugar energy and then drop you off and leave you hungry and leave your, your blood sugar plummeting. You don't want that. You don't want those high spikes and lows. You want to eat good whole protein. I, I For me, I like eggs, um, oatmeal, which is a, a, a source of carbs, but it's pretty balanced and slow release. This is not nutrition advice. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm just telling you what I do, but I try to be heavy on the protein on days where I'm going to speak. Number three, uh, drink coffee. If, if you usually drink coffee, don't forget to on Sunday morning. If your body needs a little caffeine to get going, give it what it wants. You don't want to be yawning during the first service. So if you're used to every day drinking coffee, don't change that routine when you're speaking. Give your body what it wants. And then I would say number four, drink more water than coffee. Don't drink too much coffee. You don't want to be jittery. Again, go with what you normally do, what you're normally used to. If you're used to two cups of coffee in the morning, then do that. 
Just make sure that you're drinking enough water to offset the coffee a bit and make sure that you're well hydrated and your throat's not dry. This is really, really important. And by the way, as I take a drink of water myself, if your throat is dry, right? If you go through times where it's harder than, than other times, maybe the allergies are out, maybe you've got like a little bit of post-nasal drip, really good thing to have on hand is called throat coat. It's a tea. It's like an herbal tea. It's something that musicians drink. I guarantee you, if you talk to your worship leader, they know about it. Um, throat coat's really good. You can drink that between services or before you preach, and it will kind of throat, it'll kind of coat your throat, make it so that it's easier to preach. Number four, uh, so let's go back. Number one, solid night's sleep. Number two, eat a good breakfast. Number three, drink coffee. Number four, drink more water than coffee. Notice that none of this has to do with preparing the sermon. That is assumed. Your sermon is prepared and you are ready. If you are kind of like, well, wait, how, how do I prepare the sermon for the multiple services? Well, okay. First of all, we cover that in a whole lot of other things, and I'm assuming you have that ready, but we normally talk about preaching here on this channel. So if you want to go to uh, get some really good preaching help, go to preachingdonkey.com. That's my website, preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Pick up my free 21-day guide to creating killer sermons. It, it'll be a three-week, three-step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling, creative, life-changing message so that when you preach it to multiple services or even just one, you will be ready to go. So that it's at, that's at preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. All right, <clears throat> number five, go to the bathroom between services just after one and just before the next. So with all this drinking, okay, the coffee and the water, you're gonna need to use the bathroom. There are a few things worse than when you're about to get up to preach and you have to pee like crazy. Go to the bathroom twice between services if you can. So again, this some of this has to do with just your bladder, your kidneys, what you can do. I know for me, if I, if I, th there's just no, there's nothing quite as anxiety inducing as sitting there during the third song or standing there during the third song and going, oh gosh, I got to use the bathroom. Uh-oh, I'm out of time. I'm, I got to get up there and preach for the next 35 minutes. And then when I'm done preaching, there's going to be people who want to talk and I have to pee now, like right now. I hate that. So what I try to do is if I have some time between services, in my last church, we had a good amount of time. We had about 30 minutes between services. So there was enough time for me to use the bathroom and then come back. And then if I had to use the bathroom again. So again, just, just pointing out, this is practical. This is very real stuff. You come to me for the real stuff. You don't come to me for the fluff. I'm telling you, go to the bathroom between services, right? Number six, Eat a snack between services. This is so important. This is particularly important if your services go through lunch, like our services went all the way through lunch. So we had morning services, late morning services, and then afternoon. And so I didn't have time to eat. So I had snacks. Uh, this is important. Your breakfast will not get you through to the afternoon. You want to eat a quick snack between each service. I have a routine that fits in a snack time. After the service ends, I'm available down front for anyone who wants to talk or pray with me. When I finish these conversations, I head backstage for a quick snack. I grab a banana and a granola bar or mixed nuts and I, that I stash in a cabinet when I got there that morning. 
I scarf down the food, make sure there's nothing in my teeth, and I head out to the foyer to hang out with people. It takes all of five minutes and gives me the fuel I need to keep going. So again, just have some type of thing you can grab. Nuts are very filling, like almonds, some kind of trail mix type thing. A banana will help you with kind of getting your uh, blood sugar up, your energy levels up. So those are the kind of things that I like to do. The thing I like about a banana is they're not messy. You know, you don't have to touch, you, you're just, you unpeel it and eat it. There's nothing to get your hands dirty. Same thing with the nuts. Very easy to grab one of those and eat it. Maybe a kind bar. Just make sure that there's nothing in your teeth. Number seven, guard your conversations. People will want to talk with you, which is awesome, but you need to, you need to know your limits. If you preach a message and have no time to go to the bathroom, sit down for a, a second, uh, grab a quick snack, or even have a moment or two of silence, it's really difficult to jump into the next service with the needed amount of energy. Set a time when your conversations after the sermon need to be finished and have someone ready who can take over if there still needs if there still needs that need to be addressed. So there were times when I would get into a conversation with someone and they, in that moment, want to have like a little mini pastoral counseling session, which is fine, but there's just kind of a time and a place for that uh, to take place. And it and it can't be all the way up until the next service starts because I have to be ready to go for that service. So what I would typically do is say, I, I would give them as much time as I possibly could. And then I would just say, hey, listen, I want to continue with this. Can we meet this week? Can we meet tomorrow? Can you email me? And we we carry this conversation on. And if it's really urgent where they're just, they need somebody, it doesn't have to be you. You can hand them off to another pastor, to a key volunteer. Just make sure that there's someone that you can, that you can kind of say, hey, can you take this, this person and, and, and address this need further. And a bonus, one thing that you can do between services and particularly after the first service and before the next is get feedback. So you can ask some people that are on your preaching team. We talked about that last week, or you can ask just maybe your spouse or some trusted people on staff, hey, what worked? What wasn't clear? Now, I will say I much prefer to do this before the sermon is preached. That's where the preaching team comes in. That's where your workflow comes in, where you have a time where you rehearse the message. You maybe rehearse it in front of key staff or in front of the whole staff. I much prefer that method. But I do know that some people do this when they have multiple services. They work with the message between the first service and the second service to try to make the rest of the services that much better. So that is an option. It's a bonus. Again, I prefer to do that before this even starts because the reason why I do it that way is because I don't want to ever treat the first service like it's a dress rehearsal, right? It is not a dress rehearsal. Those people have come to meet with God. Your job is to live, is to deliver the word of God. And you need to be just as ready for them as you are for anybody else. So I much prefer to do that before the morning starts. But even if you do it, there might still be some things that you can work on, that you can get feedback on, that you can talk about if that's something you can handle and it's not going to unnecessarily kind of stress you out. You need to be in a good headspace for the next service. You need to protect your heart and your head for the next service. So you can be the judge of whether or not that will be effective. So that's a bonus. But these seven things are what I do. I get a good night's sleep, eat a good breakfast, drink coffee, drink water, <laughs> go to the bathroom, uh, eat a snack, and guard my conversations. So 
If you are preaching multiple services, that is my survival guide. You will you, you will do well to do those things, those seven things. If you do those seven things, I think you're gonna get through two services, three, four, five, whatever the case. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. This is the Preaching Donkey Podcast. Be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. Pick up my free guide. Until then, until next time, remember if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you next time here at the Preaching Donkey Podcast.